Ghost Tales with Charlie May, connecting you to a world with the otherworldly. Discover the fables firsthand as you carefully listen to the events centered around the investigations into the paranormal world. Join in on the incredulous and inconceivable narratives of entities, ghosts, and aberrations. Get drawn into the authentic parables and power held by the spirits of the metaphysical realm. Welcome to Ghost Tales. Welcome to Ghost Tales. I'm your host, Charlie May. My guest today is Amy, and she is my friend. We've been friends for a while now, and she approached me wanting to know about doing paranormal investigations and getting connected to the spirit world, and I want to know what prompted you to get involved with the spirit world and, and mm. interested in the paranormal? Mm, great question. So thank you for having me today. Yay. And uh, also being open to having the conversation because not everybody does. Yeah. Uh, but it, just a series of events that have happened over time uh, in my family makes me um, feel like I'm more in touch with uh, people that have gone over before me um, that I'm related to and have a relationship with. So uh it's not something I probably talk about publicly a lot, but, um, my, yeah, in fact, there's probably about three or four of us in the family of women that we all feel like there is something there. Tell me about your, I think you said it was your grandmother that passed mm-hmm. and you felt a strong. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. My grandmother, uh, very strong person. Uh, and she always used to threaten before she died, if you guys disobey any of my instructions or there's any fighting over anything in the house, <laughs> I'm coming back and I'm going to tell you all all about it. Uh, and then once we said, yeah, grandma, mom, we know that all the papers and everything we need to do is in the, the file box. Uh, she immediately quieted down and was much more restful. Wow. But, uh, I come from a pretty large Irish-Italian family, and uh, the day of my grandmother's funeral, I was about 45 minutes away from where my grandmother lived in my house, and uh, my, one of my aunts was staying with me, and at the time, I, have, I was estranged from my mom, mm-hmm. and we're, I'm laying in bed, and I'm asleep, and I hear my aunt yell down the hallway, why is this whole house shaking? Oh my gosh. So I sit straight up in bed and I can feel the house shaking. Now it's in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. We don't get a lot of earthquakes in the Midwest. They're rare. Well, it turns out that two of the other sisters felt the earthquake and sat up in bed at the same time. And we all had the same thought was that was grandma saying, this is my day and don't y'all forget it. Exactly. No doubt. So have you ever been scared to venture into the world of the, of spirits and ghosts to a haunted house. Do you think your feelings and views would change on that? I think it depends because I think you can have hauntings that are people who are caring and trying to tell you something mm-hmm. and tell you something. You know, I, it, I do get scared, but I know that when I leave, I hope they don't follow me home, which right. they usually don't. They're attached to the house or the things in right. the house. But most people don't want to venture into, into that area because they are scared of the evil. <laughs> I'd do that for you. Um, and that's probably the thing that scares me the most is, uh, you know, you have evil people that exist today on earth. 
Oh yeah. And walking in a mortal form. And then what happens when they cross over? I mean, it's not like people inherently become good. No, they vibrate at the exact same energy they were vibrating here. Have you ever, do you ever feel, say your spirit guides or spirit angels around you? So very interestingly enough, I tend to dream very deep dreams and very vivid dreams. Um, the lady that was my mom for like the first nine years of my life, she, uh, she passed away and it was, I took care of her for, for, let's see, she passed away in 2011. So I took care of her for almost 20 years. I did all of her finances, cooked for her, took her places, stayed on top of everything, made sure her house was kept up. And that was her goal to stay in her house as long as she could. Mm -hmm. And her and I had a mother daughter bond. End of story. And, uh, it was, uh, I'll talk some in a, another time about how she decided that she was done with life and tired of suffering from medical things. But, uh, about three to four weeks after we had sold her house and everything was settled with the estate, I was asleep. And, uh, in my dream, I was in the basement of her house and everything was gone except for the couch and she was standing right by her sewing machine because she sewed. She made quilts for everybody when they got married. And she looked at me and she's like, "Why? where did everything go? Why, oh is, why is my house empty now? I had all of these things. What happened? And I was trying to explain to her that everyone thought she had died. And this was a dream. This was a dream. And I was like, "I'm, you know, everybody thinks you're gone. I just, I, I don't know what happened. So I'm, I'm actively having this conversation with her in my dream. And then her two other, her two children are looking at me going, who, Amy, who are you talking to? And I'm like, I'm talking to aunt Dawn. And they're like, she's dead. You can't talk to her. I'm like, but I'm looking right at her. That is so She's standing right in front of me. I'm talking to her. And the one daughter comes over and she says, honey, I don't know what's wrong with you, but, uh, she's gone. She's, she's dead. And I just sat there and I looked at her and I was just like, no, no, she's not. I'm standing here right here talking to her. No, nope, Amy, she's gone. You have to accept it. And I looked back at my aunt Dawn and she looked at me and I'm just like, and I don't remember this happening, but I just sat up straight in bed and screamed. And the guy I'm with thought that I had gotten attacked in my sleep, scared him half to death because I just sat straight up and just screamed like I couldn't believe it. And I know in my dream I screamed. Mm -hmm. So that's that transition I made from that subconscious to the conscious. Oh, my gosh. So let me ask you ask you this, because I know what I believe and what Mm -hmm. I think. When we dream, do you think that we're going into different dimensions? I'm not sure if it's different dimensions or if it's the spirit, somebody's spirit visiting you or if it's. Something that's so buried into your subconscious mm-hmm. that you you dredge it to the surface because your 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 um your brain just needs to cope and deal. Okay. I don't know. Well, then, have you ever heard of past life regressions? I've heard of past life before. In fact, I was told that I was a, a madam and a bordello in a previous life. Okay. That wouldn't surprise me, uh, <laughs> ma'am. Well, I was like, as long as I'm the one giving the orders, not having to take the orders, exactly. we're okay. Why, why does that fit you? Why does that fit you? Do you believe it? I I think it's very possible, and I think that uh, the, man, the man I'm with now, I think in a past life we tried to be together and it didn't happen. Oh my gosh, that is unreal. And I believe the other man that I have very deep connection with, 
that this lifetime we probably won't be together, but we may be in the next one. Okay. Then that brings me, since you said that, that makes me think, do you think you will come back if, if it is true that we reincarnate? I don't know. I mean, that's a, such a, that's that Guinness gets to that conversation of what happens when I actually die. Yeah. And I close my eyes for the last time and my last conscious thought, do you ever have another conscious thought that's in that different plane? I don't know. But then I could say to you, I, I think we do because energy doesn't die. That's true. You can't destroy it. It's Einstein. Mm-hmm. Energy can't be destroyed. So your energy is going somewhere. It, yeah, it goes somewhere. I'm not sure where. Yeah. But I, I think the other the question, though, that if you do believe in incarnation and we think it is possible that energy transfers, does it go into a holding pattern or does someone born at the exact minute that they, you die actually inherit your energy? Oh, my gosh, that freaks me out because I'm not into I don't want to be I don't want to come back. I want to stay in the spirit realm. Do you? Yeah. Why? I, I love the spirit realm, man. I feel like I live in it now. Mm. 6D, 7D. Mm. I try to never dip my energy down into this, I don't know, this drama of societal mm. world. It, mm. It's too much. You know, I try to live in enlightenment. Okay. Earth is drama, man, if you dip your energy into it. Well, the people that inhabit the earth are drama. Are drama. Exactly. Uh, some of them are, not all of them. Well, you're cool. I, I enjoy being with you. I enjoy being with you. <laughs> <laughs> when are you going to go on a little ghost hunt with me? Um, as long as uh, I know where we're going and I have some sense of what I'm getting into. Yeah. I would do it. Because you do want me to introduce you to your spirit guide. I do. And we I will do. do that for sure. I do. I have talked to a lady uh, in central Illinois who is a, a spirit communicator. And it's so funny because going back to the story of my Aunt Dawn, the first time I talked to her, she's like, there's a whole bunch of people here who are just dying to talk to you. Yeah. And she actually, I have the recordings, I'll share it with you sometime in the recording, and I had two spirit guides and both were men. Really? Which I find really unusual, but being a stronger female, yes. maybe that makes complete sense. Uh, but she's like, there's a little white haired lady that's pushing everybody out of the way to speak. Oh my God. And I started laughing. I said, does she have glasses? She said, yes. And she goes, she just told another white haired lady to hold her horses that she was going first. I went, I know exactly who that is. Oh my gosh. I love it. <laughs> it was my aunt Dawn. But the funny thing is, uh, I said to her, I said, well, does my grandma, grandma or grandpa have anything to say to me? She says, your grandmother says, your grandfather brought that damn black uh, lunchbox over with him, and that thermos is still full of coffee. <laughs> I oh just cracked gosh. up. Because my grandfather carried a black metal lunchbox. Were you talking to a channeler? Um, I'm not sure how. I think she called herself a medium, but yeah, maybe me, she you was channeler, a channeler. Yeah, me, okay. Yeah. yeah. It was hilarious, though. So do you know people who will not yes. let themselves dip into Yep. That world. I have some friends who are very religious. Oh, yeah. And I think there's a difference between being religious and being spiritual. They're two totally different things. Um, and they believe that you are just stirring stuff up. Yeah. Even though they believe in angels. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not religious. I am spiritual. I believe in God as one. We're all one. Mm-hmm. We're all God. Yep. Um, I believe in being a good person. Mm-hmm. And um, I do believe that energy never dies. And 
I don't see anything wrong with wanting to meet your spirit angels or spirit guides. No, in fact, I think sometimes we need to listen to them more. Yeah. I mean, they're with us all the time. Mm-hmm. Are you ever, have you ever had any paranormal fear happen around you where something was not good that could be a bad spirit? Hmm. That's a really good question. And I would have to think on that one because the only time I remember being very fearful of anything spiritual was in fifth grade and I was at a girlfriend's house for a slumber party and they showed the Amityville horror. Oh yeah. And I was so terrified that something out of that movie had followed me home that I wouldn't look out of a window for like two weeks because there's a part of the movie when they're on the second floor and something, they open a curtain or a window or something and something snarls at them. Mm -hmm. And I was terrified and my bed was next to a window growing Mm -hmm. up. So terrified, just, just sure something was out there going to get me. Out of all your friends, what percent would you say are more spiritual versus religious who are more open Mm. to the spirit world? I would probably say less than 15%. Oh, wow. I think a lot of them aren't sure what to believe. And I think some people just don't ask the questions. Wow. So it is a really low number. I think so. I mean, I would say my family, absolutely. But uh, my mom's oldest sister passed away of a a multiple myeloma several years ago. And uh, we had to laugh because one of the other sisters was like, well, I went to the psychic and the psychic said she would be fine. And my mom was like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah. Um, And my mom's like, oh, yeah, it's all fine because, you know. Um, So I think there's, I don't want to say there's doubt, but my family acknowledges that there is some spirit that connects all of us. Um, even one of my cousins I'm not really fond of before my grandmother died, she had said uh, that a lady in a hat with a black purse and gloves came and sat on her bed and said, don't worry, we're waiting for her. We're, we're going to take care of her. And it was a great aunt. It was my mom's great aunt. So my great great aunt that I had met before, but she died long before my cousin was born. See, to me, that says it all. Yeah. I don't have to guess with that. No, my family is spiritually connected amongst the generations. So, and I think what people don't realize is we all have intuition. Mm-hmm. You just have to open it up and close your mouth and open your ears. Do you find yourself sometimes being very intuitive of the things around you? All the time. And I've learned to trust my gut more. Exactly. Definitely. But it is really scary when you start to think about, um, you know, where is that line of crossing over and which world are you really in? Mm -hmm. Um, And I can freak myself out really easily laying in bed at night thinking about what happens when I draw my last breath. Yeah, I think about that, too, because we're all going to go through it, Mm -hmm. whether we are conscious of it or not. And the thing is, that's the one thing none of us know is what happens after. Right. The one thing that and and this is what gets me. Nobody knows the real truth of anything. Mm -mm. Nothing is the universe. You know, that's scientific. Yeah. But even religion, I'm not putting religion down. There are really no true facts of anything. Mm -hmm. And there's no facts of death. No, because it's not like anybody sends you an email from the other side. 
or yeah. text message. This is what it's like. Hey, can't wait to see you, man. Right. We got a big party waiting. Right. You're coming up on September the twentieth. You know. Right. Oh, what? Oh, what? What year? September twentieth. Yeah. What? Like, <laughs> exactly. Should I worry about taking a vacation day now? Yes. <laughs> I mean, it, for humanity, it's it's so bizarre. I think it's so. I think it boils down to most people. Death is scary, and most people don't like to face their own mortality. Mm -hmm. uh, Don, my partner in crime, he talks about it, but you can see he also has a fear that when things uh, are clear to him that he is very mortal and at almost 80, mm -hmm. 78 trekking up to 80, that his time may be short. True, and that's going to... And, and I also think, like... You know, it's going to happen to all of us. Mm -hmm. It's weird to think. It is, but I hope that if I am in the spiritual realm, that I continue to watch over my nieces and help yeah. them make the right choices and um, reassure them that I'm there if they need me. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I love being able to think about being in the spirit world because I know that my energy is never going to die mm -hmm. and I can still have the personality of my energy. You know, we're mm -hmm. very high functioning oh, energy. Yes, we are. And, um, it just makes me happy to think about that. And I do know that, and I'll give religion one thing, you know, I'm not, and I never put religion down. Religion does give people hope. It does. It gives them something to think that there is something after our life mm -hmm. here. It's, it's coping. Well, if you think about it, mythology, sorry, I'm going to geek out on you for a second. No, please. I mean, mythology was really created to explain the unknown to ancient civilization. And as we've progressed over time, you know, pagans had their own version of mythology. Then mythology started to merge into Christianity. And if you really think about it, Zeus, Yahweh, um, Allah, all still are father figures that are all very spiritual guiding and helping establish rule over the other gods mm -hmm. or the other religious figures, spiritual figures. So it's really kind of interesting if you start to think about it. We still subscribe to that belief. True. And in mythology, you believe that you took a different form after you after you left the earth. We've abandoned that as part of Christianity. Mm -hmm. I think we've abandoned it with all the your religions, wouldn't you say? Well, I, I guess I thought... Besides Buddhism, of course, and right. Hinduism, they're, right. they're very much involved in the spirit world. I would have to check on Islam. Because mm -hmm. I, I can't remember if it, what the belief is there. Can't remember. Yeah, it's, it's so interesting. It is. What I mean, were you raised? Catholic? Roman Catholic. Yeah. And, uh, you know, people are... People ask, well, how can you believe this if you're Roman Catholic? Well, I mean, somebody would probably, I'd probably, people will probably respond as I say this, both negatively and positively. The Bible is a written book. By man. By man. Yeah, I don't trust by, it. By humans. I don't trust humans. And we, the story of Jesus originally was um, oral history. And as you know, when you played telephone in grade school. Oh, yeah. Sally tells Joe, Joe tells Billy, Billy tells Monica, whatever, whatever. By the time it gets back to the original person, it's a completely different story. Yeah. So, yeah, the Bible is, to me, a guideline. 
But like you said at the very beginning, when you're a good person, to me, when you emulate uh, being a good person, caring about others, doing the best you can every day, that's really what the Bible was supposed to oh, teach. I love that. I totally agree with you. Yep. 100%. And I think Jesus did live. And oh, I yeah. think he was a miraculous person. And, uh, you know, I think spiritually he is with everybody. And he just, he did so many great things when he was alive that he became this more godlike figure yeah. than, uh, than man. No, I totally agree with you. And it has been a pleasure having you on the show. Well, thank you for listening. It's just been uh, an absolute delight. And it's brought up some really great memories and some great thoughts of, of family members and also, you know, embracing the part of us that is more spiritual than religious and allows us to operate with our, our instinct and our energy. And think outside the box. Exactly. Well, I'd love to have you back on after... I introduce you to your spirit guides and spirit angels. That sounds fantastic. All right. Thank you, Amy. Thank you. This is Ghost Tales with Charlie May. <laughs>